0: is great. Until you have to take care of something that breaks down, I'm going to guess once that happens, you scour Yelp or Google for help and end up spending a fortune more than you expected to fix it. Not anymore with Super. It's a subscription service called Super in the DC and Maryland area for homeowners. Just like when you have an apartment building and you have a Super there taking care of everything, now, boom, you can do that with the app. Want to learn more? Go to hellosuper.com to get the full rundown and do it before your $1,000 plumbing system breaks down. Sarah,
1: Sarah! Sarah, Sarah, Sarah! It's Sammy K. Sarah, come take It's a podcast, Podcast hey. a cast pod. Wow. Hey, great, Sammy K. at DC Improv. Hey! The podcast hey. not a cast pod. A hey. praise hey, Sammy K at D C improv hey.
0: You Muslim mother!
1: Oh man, wait, hold on. If you want to tell that story <laughs> off the bat, let me just go straight into it, then. This is a statement intended to specify or with the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised, enforced by parties in a legally relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Fresh podcast may not be suitable for all years.
0: Oh, welcome to a new week. I always feel like when we come back on Tuesdays for the podcast that we've been away from you for so long.
1: Oh, it feels like it, doesn't it?
0: Oh my god, it does. And then over the four days that we have off, like an eternity of things happen including Sammy going to Florida and this guy coming up to him and calling him a Muslim motherfucker. I can't <laughs> get Okay, uh, you have to tell this story. All right. well You poor thing. I feel like, have you experienced racism and discrimination like that? I mean, yeah, so I've heard it before. Blatantly, yeah,
1: I have before. You have, oh yeah. my
0: God, this is terrible and then you tried to feed the crap out of this
1: guy i didn't try to i just told him you More threatened or less, him i threatened him a little bit afterwards what in okay God's so i'm outside my dad has a bar down there right And i'm outside and i'm just like smoking a cigarette and some person that knows my dad from the island was just like talking like oh well what do you guys do for easter do you guys have something you normally do and i was explaining i was like actually you know, like you know this is uh, the first easter i'm ever gonna be with my dad and my step family because they celebrate <clears> easter and I was like, I've never actually celebrated. I'm a Muslim. And then some <laughs> old dude out of nowhere, you Muslim motherfucker. <laughs> that was
0: so funny. I shouldn't be laughing. And that's when I just told
1: And I may have told the guy to shut the fuck up. And that if, it, you know, and if this wasn't, I was like, if oh I was, God. oh, I was really angry. But anyway. what is the
0: name of your dad's bar? Deep I don't. I don't why are oh. you going <laughs> to...
1: Yeah, let's let's fuck my dad's business too while you're at it, Sarah. No, no. I just said I was at a bar and I was making it very inconspicuous like it was nothing. I didn't even mention the fact that, you know,
0: well, it's good for your dad. I mean, this is your dad who's trying to get on The Real Housewives of Sarasota. Yes. God bless him. I think he should do publicity for this podcast. He sounds like a man after my own heart.
1: Oh, yeah, of course, you know.
0: Is it right? He wants to get on that. Or he isn't going to be He's on it, tr- right?
1: I mean, I don't, it's not a real show, Sarah. You know this, right? They're shooting a pilot, they, right? They shot a pilot, yes. <laughs> and they happened to go get drunk at my dad's bar during that pilot. Oh,
0: my God. Sammy, I thought of you all weekend long because... When you think fish out of water, it's Samia in Tampa, Florida. Mm. I mean, it really is. So give me the scoop. Were you bored? You seemed bored. You no, were no, on social sh- media. More you than- know, my dad
1: listens to this, okay? Oh. Like, you <laughs> asshole. I wasn't bored, first off. No, I was having a good time. As you saw the pictures, my dad and I, like, you know, we had a great Easter. I went and I saw, like, a Tampa Bay Lightning game with my niece.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't know, I know, I didn't see that. I just saw you taking pictures of your dad, you are like, outside the bar, Oh, that was my in. Snapchat,
1: okay, that was when I was drunk and I was, when I was fucking with my dad, Sarah.
0: Oh, okay. He had
1: no idea I was out there.
0: Oh, was that it? Okay. Yeah,
1: I was just messing around. And then, you know, I helped him do some work at stuff, and that's it, and it was fun. It was good old family time, so. Oh, my God. I will say it is weird, they were, like, saying, because, like, this is the first time, like, <laughs> that I've, like, this is the first time, maybe, what, 15 years, 16 years, that we've all been together. That me, my stepsisters, my stepmom, and my dad have all been in one room together.
0: You were saying that. You were saying
1: that. And, like, my nieces and nephews, like, my nephew (laughs) kind of knows me because, like, he was old enough when I used to come visit them in New Jersey. Like, the one, two times I ever visited them in New Jersey, like, he remembers me from that. And then I always send him stuff, like hockey stuff, whenever I get crappier. So he kind of remembers me that way, you know, kind of. Right. But, like, the other two have no clue who I am.
0: What? So that was great to, like, reconnect with everybody. Or connect time. for the
1: first time with, like, you know. Or most of them. So it was, yeah, it was cool. It was fun. It was definitely fun. When but like you... you said, just culturally speaking, my fish out of water. the way I dress, I stick out like a sore thumb. Like, I'd be wearing, like, you know, I have that weird colorful shirt with, like, it looks like it's a painting, you know. I have a oh. lot of really colorful, it's a really uh. bright shirt, very, like, L.A. looking. I don't know. I don't get looks in D.C. when I wear it. I wore it there, <laughs> and I had people walking by and be like, hey, man, where's the circus? <laughs> Hey, and they'd walk into the store and they'd look at my dad, they'd be like, You let your you let your employees dress like this? And I was like, dude, fuck you, man. Like it was just ah. Uh, but you know, I had to be nice and cordial. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh my god. I mean I just love to see you in Tampa, Florida. The oh gosh. whole thing. You
1: know. I definitely saw a few Confederate flags here and there.
0: Just a couple, you just said. Just a
1: few, just a few.
0: Oh, my gosh. So reconnecting, connecting with the family for yeah, the first fun. time. Everything went well. Yeah,
1: yeah I loved it. Obviously I had, had a great time, of course.
0: You had an easy flight home. No big deal. What do
1: you mean? I was delayed for two and a half hours. What, what, what easy flight did you hear about?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I didn't sleep. I, just,
1: I haven't slept because I live downtown, right? Sure. So like I'm used to noise, 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 noise. There it's silent where my dad lives. Like it is silent and it is so creepy that I can't sleep. So I hadn't slept like I hadn't slept for what at this point, twenty-four hours. I go to the airport and just like all I need to do is just get on the plane. I can sleep for two hours. I don't care. (laughs) No, like two hour delay. Had to like sit there because again, I've done it before. Well I'll fall asleep at the gate and I'll actually sleep through my plane.
0: Oh, my God. At the I mean, gate. You really do have, like, carcolepsy, Like, I where do. you fall asleep in a car once the car is moving. Like, any, any sort of movement. A bus. Any movement. It's anything. amazing.
1: Not a bus. It's got to go over. Sir. I think it's. I think we've realized it's got to go over, like, 65 miles an hour.
0: Right. So Once plane, it goes over 60.
1: Dude, I mean, I can be in the middle seat. You put me there. I'm just going to, like, lean my head to the left a little bit. Boom. Six hours later, <laughs> I'll wake up. No, I crack know. my neck and I get off the plane.
0: I've witnessed it. We we drove back from Ty's wedding in New York. Everybody was hungover, yet Sammy was refreshed after five hours of sleeping feeling. in the bag. Well, well I'm sure it was. It wasn't for us. Mel and I had to keep on rolling the windows. We couldn't hardly stay awake. When I was flying like clonked out in the bag. When I
1: was flying back from Dubai to DC, it's like a fourteen hour flight. They actually woke me up eight hours in because they thought I was dead. <laughs> Like, they just straight up are like, Sir, you haven't moved. You have just been there. Like, you haven't even eaten anything. We've just left food there. You don't even touch it. Like, at least people will wake up and, like, touch the water. So that's why they leave the food there sometimes, you know, just in case. Like Oh, it's amazing. They're like, You haven't touched anything. And I was like, Oh, so I missed the pizza?
0: <laughs> pizza.
1: And they're like, Yes. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, damn it. All right. Well.
0: well, I'm glad that you're back just fine. I brought you in your birthday gift today, by the way.
1: Which is fantastic. Yeah. Here, toss it up here.
0: Um, thank you, Sarah. So for Sammy's birthday was last week, his 30th. We, we talked about it. We had a surprise party for him at Momo Fuco, which mm-hmm. is a restaurant in downtown D.C. And I didn't realize until last week. I think I had known this, but I didn't really pay attention. Let's be serious. Yeah, let's be honest. Um, so Sammy is a huge Golden Girls fan. And I did learn that you were obsessed with Roseanne.
1: <laughs> I'm obsessed with Roseanne and Golden Girls. Yeah. <laughs> so I love them.
0: Oh, my God. It's so bad. So anyway, uh, Dan and I got you a T-shirt that says Dorothy in the Sheet in the Streets blanche in the sheets yeah and man was blanche the slut
1: duh okay blanche
0: was the slut okay good for blanche i mean Gosh. that was great really but
1: dorothy was the nice one
0: i can only hope that's so got to be
1: nice in the streets you know it's like that it's like that uh, ludicrous line
0: was dorothy b arthur or was dorothy the one that was not very smart
1: dorothy i believe was the one that not very smart okay
0: right that was very sweet i don't know but here's the thing are you ordered this t-shirt online and it smells so strongly Dude, like it's vinegar. It's
1: vinegar, yeah. It's
0: like, I don't know what the hell happened.
1: I mean, here's the thing. When you buy cheap shirts like that, they have to douse them in ammonia just to make sure nothing travels with it. <laughs> is oh.
0: that what it is? I mean,
1: I feel oh, like yeah. it is.
0: Okay, well, maybe next time I ought to get on a different site because it stinks really bad. I don't think you should wear that without washing
1: oh really thank you Sarah I appreciate that advice
0: <laughs> Shut up. oh my god okay we have so much to discuss on this show today first of all did you read by the way we're gonna get motivational today we're
1: mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. talking about real
0: it's transformation Tuesday oh it is no we're not doing that we said no structure everyone voted good no one, no one wants like formal bits okay? so we're the, not the doing only that structure crap. I
1: have in my life is taco Tuesday that's a consistent
0: <sighs> yeah me too uh no, it's not Taco Tuesday though. I don't know what it is. Anyway, I'm feeling very I'm feeling like preaching today. Cause uh-huh. you know I went to Mass on Sunday. Oh. Uh then there's this guy, Victor, that lives in my building, you know, and he's always preaching the word, so I, I get caught in conversations cool. with him cool. and I'm always moved. And then I read RuPaul, who's the legendary drag queen and has had numerous shows on TV, most notably on logo, uh-huh. RuPaul's Drag Race, who gave this incredible interview to New York magazine. And he poses a question. Sammy and I know this question so well, being in entertainment and radio. And a ton of you, I can't even tell you how many emails we get from people who want to be in this business, in the entertainment world, or you're in your own business, but you... It's hard to keep the passion going. Mm -hmm. And and what do you do when you want to follow your dream and what you really want? Ru Paul's article, everybody should read. It was fantastic. It's so damn good. And there was a part where he basically was like kindred spirits with Sammy when he talks about the audience. So we have to discuss that.
1: Okay. When do you want to do it? You want to do it right now? I'm ready to no, do it right it's now. It's coming up. Uh, oh. Also,
0: I want to talk about the comedian that shut down. This, is, this comedian, by the way, shut down a local D.C. person who was a heckler. Un- unbelievable. Love this one. And I believe this was, I think that this comedy show was in New York. So we're going to play that audio. It's absolutely hysterical. And then I just want to pose this question. Do you think that more animals should start being witnesses in a court of law? What?
1: Okay, I this can, is bullshit. I really? can't wait for this one. All right, let's go.
0: I think you could bring Slash in easily. Like, if you were ever to be arrested for anything, you could bring Slash in and smell him Are you as fucking evidence. kidding
1: me? They'd be like, Slash, show me where he touched you. And you know his only <laughs> trick is show me your penis.
0: <laughs> okay, that's so wrong.
1: I'm fucked, Sarah. No, no, no. I'm totally against this. I know that we're is- supposed to talk about this till later, but I just couldn't hold out.
0: <laughs> that is- wrong that oh my god we slash, need to show
1: us where he touched you and then boom next thing you know you just rolled <laughs> over
0: so, oh god that's awful wow. oh my god
1: and i'll probably get in trouble for making my dog list to tanya west that's got to be dog abuse too
0: <laughs> sammy's dog slash has this one trick where he's you, you go sit and then you do this hand gesture where you kind of make like a what would you describe you this just as pretty like much a,
1: pass over his head like
0: yeah you pass over like a wave yeah you go slash sit show me your penis show me your penis and the dog rolls over and spreads them it's so oh my god then you Sammy. Have like sit
1: there sit there slutty Sit
0: there, slutty. Well, we will discuss that because it looks like it's happening more and more oh in court God. cases. And I think this is really... Well, it's
1: nice knowing you guys I don't know. jail.
0: I think this is super interesting. Um, some hellos today to Gus and Juan. Juan has a t-shirt design. Did you see this? What's your thoughts on this? Uh, thank you to Juan. Oh, I saw it. The t-shirt design, he says, is not original, but we can take it. And basically, when you look at the t-shirt, because we do, we're do, we doing a t-shirt contest all this week. It, mm-hmm. It'll end on Thursday. So if you have a t-shirt idea for Hey Fraj, you you can submit it, right? Yeah. And uh, my email is Sarah with an H at heyfraise, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E dot com. I'm getting a lot of people who are emailing me with t-shirt concepts, but much like myself, they don't know how to make an image. Mm-hmm. So they want us to create it. Why when don't you are- guys
1: have, man, I'm going to teach you guys about the Fiverr. You can get anything for $5 <laughs> on that website.
0: So Juan's come up with this. It's a series of like letters and... Um, I guess that's just it. It's like E-I-I-C-I-I-X-O-I-I. And then right underneath it, it's I-O-C-R-I-U-O. Well, when you fold up the shirt, it just says...
1: Fuck you. <laughs> I know exactly what it well, says.
0: I love that people associate. Like, we don't have one appropriate design yet. That's
1: fantastic. That's exactly how it should be, though. So anyway, those are if sh- you those, want- are, those are shirts that people will buy. And think this. about it. You're
0: gonna buy that.
1: Yeah, because all of a sudden what I would Audience, do. Audience,
0: you're gonna buy this.
1: I would literally sit there and I would honestly what I would I would mess with so many people. I would walk by in front of restaurants and just like walk and look at it and be like, you know, point at it when it's folded <laughs> up, just pointing at it, go inside and just drop it, and they'd be like, dude, what the hell's your problem? I was like, What are you talking about, dude? My shirt's like my shirt's like uh just a bunch of Roman numerals and shit.
0: Okay, well I'll post it's binary, a picture. Bitch. We'll post a picture of this on our social medias. You need to be following us. Tell us if you would buy this. Because when you initially look at it, there's nothing inappropriate
1: about it. Yeah, exactly.
0: you could definitely use it. I mean,
1: I used to have shirts that were way more offensive than that when I was, you know... In, like, when I was in like my mid 20s, that's t- totally fine. Wow, I used to have a shirt that says two people are fucking on the back of this shirt, <laughs> and then when you looked at the back of the shirt, it had a picture of Jesus with his thumbs up saying, Just kidding, believe in Jesus.
0: Oh my god, okay, well, I'm sure that got a lot of great stuff for you. It anyway, was great. keep them coming. One, thank you very much. Um, also, Sammy, do you want to be back on the DC airwaves on radio here?
1: Do I want to be? Yeah. Oh god, what's this about? <laughs>
0: Okay, bear with this is this is you back on the airwaves. Okay, uh, I okay. think this could be really good for both of us. Okay.
1: Because oh, like we though. said, we'll go
0: back to radio if the situation was right. If the stars align okay. and if they'll let us do what we want, and they won't make us do time and temperature, or play seven songs an hour of Justin Bieber over and over and over again. I like
1: the Bieber, it was the Matchbox 20 and Coldplay that <laughs> fucked with me.
0: <laughs> that was or, you know, I mean honestly, or if they don't make us tone it down or, or stop talking about the all drinking, right, and all the right. drugs So and what, is doing it. Okay, what is this? Okay,
1: what well, okay, give me the synopsis. I'm not then. gonna
0: name the station because I don't want to give this away, because this guy wants us to cut some drops into a fake radio flip. So, yeah. Okay. This okay. guy <laughs> is basically approaching to us. He goes, Sarah and Sammy absolutely love the podcast. Okay? Uh, I'm in charge of a station here in the D.C. area and April Fool's coming up. I was wondering if you and Sammy would help me pull off a crazy radio stunt. We love stunts. Yes. <laughs> the idea is simple. Could you and Sammy create drops for quote, a fictional radio flip? It can be anything you guys like. Okay? He goes on to give some examples.
1: All right. You're listening to Hey
0: Fridge, Blank FM, or Smoking Sammy
1: on Mix 107.3. Oh, God, no. Why would you ever? No, I I feel like I want to delete this right now. (laughs) No,
0: he said it's not for Mix, obviously. But anyway, those are the examples he gives. But he says you guys use your creativity, okay? I feel
1: my name burning after you said that.
0: Uh, he says, the beauty of my time position is I have a lot of creative control. Please let me know if you want more details. So I wanted to bring this up. And by the way, I'll post on heyphrase.com. I'm down. On the deck, yeah. Later today. Uh, the radio station so you can tell me if you think we should put. What, what are your first thoughts when I tell you this? Are you in?
1: Um, yeah. I think we should do, do one. You are?
0: I thought you yeah. would rip this guy a
1: new a-hole. No, I thought no, you'd no, have no, zero no. interest Just in this I'm radio Just because I'm down to site. fuck with people. I don't like radio sense, but I'm down to fuck with people, though. And we could do it really funny. What if all of a sudden, I mean, because I think. What are you going to do? Because now that you show me what station it is, I think that'd be hysterical. Okay. <laughs> we kay. should do it. Oh we should God. make like a crazy format. Like, you know, smooth country. One-oh. Smooth so country? So like only the sexiest country songs, you know. Hey, what's up? You know, you gotta find this. I don't know, it's a really sexy country song. Who can tell me a sexy country song? I
0: wanna check you for ticks. Uh, that's Brad not Paisley. sexy.
1: Hold on, <laughs> hold on. To
0: me? That's what I think country is. That's what it represents to me. I know Brad Paisley, Let Me Count the Waves or some song. Hold
1: on, I'm just trying to pull up whatever. I just like sexy country I don't song. even know.
0: What is Blake Shelton saying? I, uh, let Me Count the Ways. That was like a made up. The Jazz Sari entrance, like, what? What the hell are you talking about?
1: You know. Wait, wait, wait. What is this? This isn't that song. That's, <laughs> that's not country. <laughs>
0: Um, we need a unique format that's never been done here. Mm, country songs. Yeah, you like, I'm thinking, like, you.
1: smooth country, you know? Smooth
0: country. Smooth country, I you I like know? smooth country. That's the
1: whole idea, sir. You gotta do something crazy, so that way people are like, what the smooth. fuck? They'll be so pissed off their actual daily listeners will be so mad. Country. Hey, y'all. Sammy K here for Smooth Country Just we. 108.4. We bring you the sexiest country music right now. All the songs you can kiss your cousin to. <laughs> and then boom. Then right here into Lee Ann Rhymes. And like do it like it's legit. Like legit. You know?
0: Okay, I love this. Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's like you gotta keep on doing stuff like that. you know? Hey, I mean, like,
0: it's Sarah. I tried to make out with my cousin Jeff when I was in 7th grade. And this takes me back. It's Reba, it's, it's Shania Twain. It's Shania Twain.
1: From this moment on.
0: From this moment on. To my cousin Jeff. You're on not Smo- alone.
1: On Smooth Country 108.4. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm telling you, if we did something love like this. That would be awesome. Right or wrong?
0: That's awesome. And let's do like a break, yeah. you know? Like one of those, if you're dating, if it's your the station that helps you date right. your cousin.
1: All right, 1-800-KISS-YOUR-MOM. <laughs> That's what we're calling right now. We got the lines open. We want to know, where did you lose your virginity? Was it the back of a pickup truck and was it with your uncle or your aunt? Call up 1-800-KISS-YOUR-MOM right now. Oh, my God. We're doing it. And here you go. Until then, we got a little Shania for you. <laughs> Yeah. Then you gotta have some
0: relationship. Oh my God. Yeah,
1: dude, that's what we need to do. Okay. If he wants those, I'll send him those all day long. All
0: right, let's do it. Let's do it. We're, We're totally doing it. It's it's done. Done deal. Okay, we're working on that, everybody. Oh my God. (laughs) Who <laughs> did you lose your here? your, your
1: well, that was messed up. I, that is so awesome. I was just kind of now, going. Sometimes I just keep on talking and I just I this just will be
0: up. the best local DC area prank of all time. I, I could think this tell is by great. our
1: intern Jessica's face when I said that it was probably too far. Oh
0: my God. Uh, <laughs> what have you been caught in the elevator doing?
1: Having sex. Really? Yeah. You
0: have? Mm-hmm. For real? Who caught you? Uh,
1: the engineer at the old building we used to work at. Wait Not at that old building. Another old building I used Are you to work at. You're
0: talking about 99.5? Yeah, dude. Really? Yeah, dude. No. You had relations there?
1: Dude, I had sex everywhere in that building. Oh, like, oh! If anyone actually went through, if they could, if they somehow saved the tapes around there, you could make a full-blown sexology for me in that building. I oh banged my God. in all the vehicles, like in the studios, <laughs> on the love seat, on the futon, in the office, in the elevator, in the parking garage. Yeah, man.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm sure at some point that'll be used against us. That's why? great.
1: I was, it was, I don't know. I don't know how long ago it was, but I definitely did it a long time ago.
0: Oh my God. Okay. But yeah, uh, I got,
1: I'm pretty sure I got caught having sex in the elevator.
0: Forget it. I'm done. I, why do I, I do this all the time. I you, leave yeah. with these stories and you always one-up me to the nth degree. Well,
1: Because why do you even bother asking me a question? You should just be like, hey, well, one time I got caught picking my nose. I'm like, that's cool. I got caught banging. <laughs>
0: well, that was basically. Gonna say yeah. so over the weekend. I was in the elevator and I was singing. Like, have you ever been caught singing like completely at like the highest decibel? And yeah. someone like walks in and it's so embarrassing. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, yeah.
1: I'm done. I'm not. Talking no, about why? That. Why? It's a natural thing. Everyone has. Who hasn't gotten caught singing before? Because everyone- no one's even. Sh- everyone has, Sarah.
0: But have you ever been caught singing, making up your own lyrics? Like, I'm on the... Okay, so honestly, no, this is true. Like, I really did this. So over the weekend, this guy was moving out, and I will often improvise songs. So Lady Gaga's I'm on the Edge. Uh So I was serenading Dan with my back to the elevator opening door, and I was serenading Dan singing, I'm on the Edge of Your Nuts. And then this guy all walked right, in at once. And right. the loudest thing you ever. And this guy walks in, he goes, Hey, I like that song. I go, Oh my God. Oh my God. And I did. I go, I'm on the edge of your nutsack. And then this guy walks in, it was so embarrassed. Yes, this is the song.
1: So you're just sitting there, yes, you're just I'm walking so, down, down in, and for I'm some reason. I'm on the edge
0: of Dan's nuts. It was so mortifying. you nuts, and then guy walks in. Yeah, exactly. And this guy was so he was like young and poor thing. I feel but like that's
1: fantastic, though. No,
0: it's not fantastic. It's effing embarrassing. And then we had to ride up six more flights. And I'm sitting there going, I'm oh. on the
1: edge. I would have just kept on going. I would have just looked at him and been like, I don't. I think the words so... are easy to learn. Join on in. <laughs> I'm on the edge of your nuts. And I'm taking it on the chin for you. Oh, that Is been that what it was? Is thing. that what it was? I don't know. That would have been okay. Yeah, that's a great game to play. Oh
0: my God, Sammy, it was so, that was so embarrassing for me this weekend. I didn't know what to. And then of course I ran into this guy like eight more times. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, of course. He goes, hey, how's the singing going?
1: That's great. That's <laughs> fantastic. This guy sounds great. <laughs> no, he's. We should cheesy. bring him on the show.
0: He's cheesy as hell. He's moving out. He's moving to like Texas. Oh,
1: well, yeah. That well, sucks. I mean, I
0: had six floors up. I had to talk to him aside from something from Dan's nuts.
1: Do you tell him that you have a podcast? <laughs> Do you like at least use that to promote the show, Sarah? Oh,
0: God, I gotta get better at that.
1: Cause like okay. I will sit there if I'm like walking out of somewhere and I spill everything. I'll look back, try to clean it up. And be like, by the way, guys, I'm on a podcast uh, Tuesday through Thursday. <laughs> If you thought this was fucking funny, you should listen to the podcast. And then I turn back oh, around. and I just kind of pick up my mocha off the floor, and I walk out.
0: Hey, uh, I feel like this would apply to you. What do you feel? About, how do you feel about breakup registries? Breakup, you, up yeah, register, yeah, breakup like, registries are popping up now. So when your friends, after I'm talking like a long breakup, okay? Okay, so, so like five any, years. Five years. Okay. Five years, right? And then it's off uh-huh. when they thought they were going to get engaged. Okay, so they're not going to be getting the gifts of if they were going to get married. Now there's a breakup registry. Okay. Do you like this?
1: No. Why not? Because they're getting broken up with. That's when you go and you spend the money yourself. That's what you're supposed to do. A breakup registry should involve three things, Sarah. Okay. okay? It should involve some stupid trip, maybe. All right. A fuck ton of alcohol... or a fuck ton of drugs. That's pretty much all it should involve. Like That's what happens when you break up with somebody.
0: Well, no, this is actually, it's called Honey Fund is one of the places, Um, and they're launching divorce registries as of April, but also breakup registries. So you can go to honeyfund.com. They say that the website is coming soon. It will allow you to register anywhere, basically. You want to register at Ikea, you want to register at Pottery Barn for someone. I think that's a great idea, though, about getting them a drinks or a trip to Vegas. Well, yeah, I
1: mean, if, if they were there and they could be, you know, my friends could sit there and throw down a few bucks, you know, here and there, then all of a sudden they could buy me a round of drinks at the end of the night. That's cool with me.
0: Uh, it's an interesting concept, but they're saying now, look, people either hate this or they love it, because now they're saying that there's registries for literally everything, which I think is Yeah, which is, it's just is ridiculous, true. too. I know. I kind of agree with you. A couple of stories, too, that were trending over the weekend. Did you see that Pez it continues to come out and say that the parents were so atrocious and misbehaved so much that they have zero plans in the future to have an annual Easter egg hunt in Orange, Connecticut? This people, is Pez the company.
1: People in Connecticut ruined the Pez company's Easter egg hunt, huh?
0: Yeah, Pez. Ms. Candy continues to talk about how they abruptly canu- canceled their annual Easter egg hunt on Saturday morning after the parents disobeyed rules, including one kid being thrown to the ground by a parent and getting a bloody nose.
1: This is ridiculous. When you hear the stories and it's and like, and the worst thing is, I don't know what's worse. Is the actual news reporters going out and interviewing four-year-olds or the fact that these four-year-olds are getting their asses kicked? Like, because they're both pretty bad to me. But there's like stories like, you know, somebody pushed me over and take my eggs. But even put the kids' mispronunciations in there because he's too little to actually know the difference.
0: Are you going to... Do you have the audio? Uh, I, I, I didn't even... I, oh, yeah, pull it I up. Think. I'll tell you a few more details, <laughs> but... Um, Pez says, uh, we were hoping that these events would stop, and we're hoping that these bad parents will learn from this lesson. Um, it's not the company's fault, and we feel like these greedy adults have ruined it for the children. Um, Pez Orange, says... Orange,
1: Connecticut may not oh, yeah. seem like a dangerous place to be, but it was this Sunday if you were a small child who wanted to find some Easter eggs. Pez Candies held an Easter egg hunt at their headquarters mm-hmm. in that town, and thousands of people showed up to hunt the 9,000 eggs on the property. However, things quickly broke down with parents pushing aside three and four year olds get the best eggs for their own children. Hess's general manager said that parents rushed the field before the hunt was even allowed to start, behaving like locusts. Dozens of parents and children were disappointed by the event, with at least one child crying because he didn't even get a chance to hunt for eggs before the pushy parents ruined the event. Aw, what a little booger. (laughs)
0: I, I was amazed. I mean, I feel like for the most part, I don't know. I don't interact with a Isn't lot of parents. Isn't that what
1: happens, though? I feel like that's what happens at all of these things. Whenever you have little kids involved, because when they're two, three, four years old, they can't go out by themselves yet because you just don't trust them enough, you know, and they want to be by their parents the entire time. Okay. And that's when parents start acting wacky.
0: Uh, Well, I guess. I mean, I just. I don't know. I feel like kids today, for the most part, have several Easter egg hunts. You have like the Pez one. You have one at home. You have one at your grandparents. Like, how much?
1: And I I thought. And I I even. First off, I witnessed my first Easter egg hunt. Like, I guess I remember when I was a kid, kind of, but I don't really. But like, they're kind of stupid. Why are they stupid? Why? Because you- you're running around wasting all this effort to have to fit, sit there, actually open up an egg, and it's got, like, one piece of candy in well, there. Well,
0: that's lame. Whoever's stocking those yeah. eggs is doing you an injustice. Well, oh, really? Yeah, my house, you did, like, money. You had, like, really? a big, you found the golden egg. That was for the grand prize, whoever found the golden oh, egg that what? year. Yeah, there was, like, a big, yeah, there was incentive. Damn, okay, well, never mind,
1: then. Right. I got gypped.
0: Yeah, you did. One piece of candy. Yeah, dude. Okay. You blanking Muslim?
1: You motherfucker! You Muslim motherfucker! I believe is the quote, Sarah. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. I can't. That's such a bad callback. It's
1: terrible. Oh gosh, it's good. It though. really, really is. It was good. It was good times.
0: Uh, how do you feel about this? We'll, we'll transition to a serious topic, which uh, this is.
1: <laughs> because me being called a Muslim motherfucker is hysterical.
0: Oh my God! No, I was actually thinking, referencing now back to your comment about Slash and you touching Slash inappropriately. Uh, but how do you feel about this? What?
1: I'm going to jail now.
0: <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. I'll get to that story. Fuck. Don't worry. But how do you feel about this? Uh, a lot of the victims are very upset that the National Museum of African American History and Culture, which is here in the D.C. area and plans to open in November, mm-hmm. is going to talk about the legacy of Bill Cosby and has some of his donations up, but does not acknowledge the fact that he is under investigation for accusations of sexual abuse. Do you think that needs to be a part of it for the museum? Um, the
1: accusations, because mm-hmm. I feel like in this country, if you're going to really live by it it's innocent until proven guilty
0: okay and so i just point. think
1: he needs to be you know hey we can say whatever we want to we can say it but you shouldn't actually write it down in a book until you know it's completely done i feel
0: do you feel like which is trying contra- to say
1: that but that's just that's the rules here that's, but do you, know. you
0: think that the controversy should be recognized that's what they're saying so they're not they they want it to be not that he's been found guilty because you're right he's not been found guilty they just want the Accusations around his career to be acknowledged.
1: The fact that we're all thinking that Bill Cosby was the only person in history to uh, rape and pillage something is, you know, insane. Everyone in history, like that's like history. That is history. Like, and they never talk about that stuff in history. Oh. And I think if you read about, it, like, think about all the historical like figures we talk about. Do you really talk about the fact that Caesar went there and would rape entire villages? No. You talk about all the good stuff. You know, but that's what
0: happened. I think that's an interesting point. They say the entertainer's footprint will be actually very small in the museum, which will showcase more than 3,000 artifacts overall, and it's open in, uh, excuse me, September, and not And aren't November. they just
1: showing the stuff that he collected? It's uh, not even really stuff about him. It'd be one thing if they had, like, you know, if they had, like, a jello cup and that spoon from the commercials. They're like, well, here's the original one. Like, then maybe you should mention the fact that he also got accused of, you know.
0: Well, he has a small section in the Hollywood history. They say the Cosby section well, is. will Include um, objects that recognize his work as a comedian, his work on TV, including programs I Spy and The Bill Cosby Show, and his support of black Hollywood stuntmen. Huh. What? I didn't See? even know he supported black Hollywood stuntmen. Uh, cura- curators at the museum said that they felt that his achievements should stand alone in separation from.
1: Yeah, from what he did.
0: And you think that's fine?
1: I think it's fine because, again, not until he's proven. Then at that point, once he's proven, then they're probably going to change it themselves. But I trust people to do what they want to. And also, it's a museum. Like, people here are so PC about this. It's a museum. A museum should honestly make you feel uncomfortable. Art should make you feel uncomfortable. That's the whole point about it. It's It's supposed to make you sit there and to think. Like... Hey, if that makes you sit there and think, and if it makes you sit there and want to do something more for women's rights or more to help, you know, to, make, to help make sure this never happens again, then that's what it should be doing. But don't sit there and hide it because you're so afraid of, oh, no, but what will somebody think? Like, <coughs> hopefully, if that's, that's if, the whole idea is for to make you think. If you're going there and you're like, well, wow, I saw all this beautiful, like, you know, I saw all this beautiful art. I saw all this beautiful history, all these artifacts, all these antiques. That was amazing. But you know what? Bill Cosby was there, and this da 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 da. And if that makes you want to stand up, and that's what it should make you want to do. It should make you want to stand up and do but something. But then, if you're, if it's you're, it's thought whole... provoking. That's what it is.
0: Okay, but if you, if a museum is thought provoking and make you uncomfortable, then they should acknowledge the fact that now in his later life, the 78 year old has come but under it's, controversy. But it's not. But they don't
1: have to write it, though. You know what I mean? If you go to most museums, they don't write down. Oh, by the way, Christopher Columbus killed 25 million people. Like they don't write that. But we know it, and you can go there. and You're like, wait, so why is this? Like, you know, why are they teaching it this way?
0: I don't know. Hmm. No, I think it's you bring up museum. a fascinating point. I'm not sure where I stand on this because I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And then I understand also he has had an incredible impact on the African-American community. And then to omit that is kind of. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be an issue. Such an issue. Um, we got to talk about this article from RuPaul. Oh, my God.
1: Love it. I'm in love
0: with him. Oh, God. You know, I used to... Do you have a wish list of people you want to interview on this podcast? Uh,
1: Yeah, I already told you.
0: Tell me again. I forgot. It
1: was... Okay, first off, I want to interview Roseanne Barr. Oh, my God.
0: Okay, okay, right. Right? Right, Roseanne, yes.
1: And then Roseanne Barr. <laughs>
0: oh, come on. Is there anybody mm-hmm. else? Like, who are your top three?
1: My top three? You told
0: me Roseanne, but hey no. No, well. Roseanne would be and cool. I, love I, would have, I
1: would love to talk to Roseanne. Are um, we talking about four actual like, for like, actual guests here? Yeah,
0: people like you'd actually want to really people want to People would interview.
1: actually want to speak to. Because I
0: really want to interview Eminem. Okay. I think he'd be super, super fascinating. Okay. Like, and I'm talking not just like a fluff interview, like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. talking like a real serious interview. He's mm-hmm. He's top on my list.
1: All right. All right. I don't really know if anybody, I guess I would have to think about it more. Because I'd want to do something like, I would want because knowing me, I wouldn't just say the first, like the first thing that come to my head would be someone like Paul McCartney. But that's, you know, that's like blah. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like I would want to do something to expose somebody that I feel like didn't have a name already. Oh, really? That's what I would probably do, yeah. Well,
0: I would say this now. RuPaul is on my list. Now I really, really want to go to a dinner party or meet him. And by the way, this article was for Vulture.com. RuPaul, you know him famous for his RuPaul drag races. This is what he looks like, by the way, not in drag. Uh, But he gave just an incredible interview about what it takes to really make it in the entertainment world and why he's never been considered mainstream. And he goes on to say that basically in a career in entertainment, which is, you know, we're in that field, but I think this applies to everyone, which is why I wanted to talk about this article, is you have to make the decision. Are you going to be kind of an outlier or are you going to be mainstream? Mm -hmm. Because if you're mainstream, you're you're selling out. You are you are appealing to the lowest common denominator. The lowest common denominator audience, at
1: all times,
0: which I found to be so. What you say? Now I thought this was very interesting, but have you noticed RuPaul has never been on Jimmy Fallon
1: or on Never on, on Ellen. any of the major talk <clears throat> shows.
0: Never on the major talk show uh, circuit. And uh, they ask him, they also say, too, that uh, a lot of RuPaul's bits have been ripped off by Mm -hmm. The Tonight Show, the lip syncing.
1: The lip syncing battle, that's like all drag queens. That is what they are. They are literally doing lip syncing battles night in and night out. So
0: straight people rip off his stuff all Mm -hmm. the time, which he's now over. He says, this is what when they ask him, uh, what do you think of lip sync battle and Jimmy Fallon? And this is RuPaul. Oh, I don't think of it. It's a poor ripoff of our show. Regular straight pop culture has liberally lifted things from gay culture as long as I can remember. And that's fine because guess what? We have so much more where that comes from. Take it. That's what my new show is, Gay for Play. It's such a fun thing because we've taken the best of gay sensibility and put it all in one place. And we're showing these bitches how it's really done. He also goes on to say uh, why he's never appeared on Ellen or on shows like Jimmy Fallon. And he says that they, that he makes those audiences
1: uncomfortable and
0: hosts uncomfortable. So why do you think that is?
1: Why? Because I think he's just honest. I think he's going to sit there and he's going to talk about something and give it a perspective that the same reason that, I mean, I think I make people feel uncomfortable a lot of times. You know, <laughs> just the way I'll speak and the way that they're like, hey, you never know it'll come out and you know, you don't want to offend people. And I could offend you. And that's absolutely possible that I could offend you or you could completely agree with me. It's a crapshoot. Like, you know, once you go mainstream, you try and all you do is you focus on saying the one thing that will not be offensive to anybody. You literally have to go through every possible scenario of an answer and you have to go, okay, this is the single one that will not offend a single person. And that's not what I do.
0: He goes on to say, too, that most audiences are really stupid. Now, this is the part that I'm not sure I agree with, but I wanted your opinion on. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he calls them Jim and Johnny beer can. That's what he Mm -hmm. equates most average Americans are. He says, when you look at America in our society, it's crumbled so much in the last 20 years. Look at what people eat, what they watch, how they behave, what they consume. Most people are absolutely stupid. And I don't want to appeal to them. I want to appeal to a smart audience, some audience that thinks bigger. And outside the box which is very few people most people are dumb they want to remain comfortable and they don't like anything that makes them feel uncomfortable
1: exactly and I think that's the issue do you and that's think what-
0: that's? Do you because I'm not sure I agree with him I think that people are afraid to wake up no. I don't think they're stupid but do you think the audience think is dumb I think
1: they are I would actually agree with him but I think the difference is, is that it's people most people in America the second they finish any sort of school they are done learning to them, they are mm-hmm. done learning for the rest of their lives. And that's why he's saying smart people, because I think when he's a queen, smart people, he's a queen. That's the people that continue to learn for the rest of their life and people that will continue to learn for the rest of their life. I'm going to look at you dressed like this, and I'm going to say... Okay, as opposed to me because I'm willing to learn, I can learn from that and I can be like, okay, I can see how that's cool. I can see how that equates to this. I can see where you got a style point from maybe this person, how you got a style point from this person. I can equate that, right, where someone who has done learning, like most Americans who have completely stopped learning past the age of 18, they refuse to learn anything more, are going to look like, that's stupid. Because their brain cannot sit there and actually, you know, actually confront the idea of, okay, I'm going to feel uncomfortable, but now I can understand where it's coming from. And that's exactly what he's talking about. You know, he says they're not, he says they're stupid. They just stop learning. People just stop learning here. They refuse to learn past, the, past a certain age. And after that, they know what they know. And they're going to be like, well, I have a college degree and da da da. But like, dude, but that's the whole point. Like, high school isn't supposed to, you're not supposed to learn anything throughout high school. Like, elementary school, middle school, and high school is really supposed to teach you nothing but how to learn.
0: And then when and you then, get out to the real then world. Then you can go out there and then you can continue
1: and you learn. learning. And that's really where you're supposed to do it. But most people stop learning so quickly. But I think that's, like, when I read that story, that's what I would equate to it. It would be like, yeah, they are stupid because they stopped learning.
0: I loved it. I thought to myself, I never want to be mainstream. Because so in he's their head, right. Yeah. Fallon and Ellen never are going to challenge you. They're never, never going to, they're going to, they're going to be sweet. They're going to be funny. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be comfortable. They're always going to be comfortable. Always going to be comfortable. He says most people now disagree with you because they don't want to be made to feel uncomfortable. And I thought that was so fascinating. I thought, like, for us, that's exactly what we're doing. And then at the same time, it's a little scary because I'm like, okay, we're not going to ever be mainstream.
1: <laughs> yeah, but still. But that's not. But that's the thing is he is mainstream. You know what I mean? Like, right. He is. He can go anywhere. People know who he is. He's successful. He's done what he's done. But the best thing is he's done it his way. Yeah. So when he goes to sleep, like... He doesn't have to sit there and be like, man, you know, think about it. Jimmy Fallon, he has to sit there, have had these crazy ideas when he was younger. And yeah, he's the the host of The Tonight Show. Dream come true, right? But sometimes he must sit there and be like, man, like, I really will never be able to sit there and, you know, change the world for good. Like, there's no way that a lip sync battle is going to sit there. Like, and if he does make one political statement, that's going to be the biggest thing it's ever said in the history of anything. Because, you know, it'll be the first time they've ever sat there and bother to upset anybody you know what i mean they can't do that
0: i love it and I we've just been
1: part of politically correct shows for like beforehand and it's just you oh sit God. there and it's just, it becomes such a bore and such a drag that you don't want to sit there and try to appeal to the lowest common denominator because the lowest common denominator is not what we do that's not how you grow as a, as a society it's not how you grow as a culture
0: you sell your soul yeah believe me we've been there mm. so sold whatever yeah
1: preach time over
0: no, well, you know I, I feel like too, I just wanted to leave people with this because I think it doesn't matter if you're in the banking business, it doesn't matter if you're in education. I think you ha- at some point in everyone's career, you pick. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna be mainstream? Or are you going to really try and change the way people think? And I, I just think anybody, everybody should read this article. It's, it's vulture.com from RuPaul. I mean, your mind will be blown. But I just, I'll just, i read the email tomorrow from a woman who's just kind of in a desperate spot. She has a master's degree. I don't know what if she's kind of shut off to learning or not. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of appealing to us for our... Um, advice on really how to do something different. And she's kind yeah. of in this dead end job and so I just think it's oh my God. The article is incredible. Uh, do you have the comedian that literally shuts down this Heckler so good? And the Heckler, by the way, is from DC, she's a Redskins fan
1: Redskins fan uh...
0: here, talk about parents in the
1: tonight. Get upset.
0: Loved it. Yeah. So good. Shuts her down. He's great, by the way. And his video now, I don't know, has like three or four million views. But mm-hmm. he totally shut that down. I don't know why people ever try and heckle a comedian. You, they do that for a living. They're Because a pro. people are
1: drunk. Drunk people always go in and they I don't think do she it. was
0: drunk. I think she was stupid. Look at
1: how many people try to heckle us during our fucking shows. Like, we get <laughs> heckled during our shows all the time. Not here, not now, but when we do the live show. Remember how much we got heckled? No,
0: nobody heckles us like that.
1: I bet people would heckle.
0: Oh, God. I Okay, hope you know not, what? Hey, if you're
1: listening, you're coming to the live show, I want you to heckle Sarah.
0: Oh, my God. Get her. Please don't. Heckle or good. God, it will go well until you get in their face and then tell them to F themselves or I something. I will not, because be like, I'm
1: funny, Sarah. Oh you're not God. funny. You're just going to be like, oh, sweetie, I know. I suck ass. <laughs> Why would I That's what you see? would say to them.
0: Hey, uh, if you were a bride... If
1: I was a bride, excellent. (laughs) I'd be a fat one. Let's go.
0: (laughs) Okay, my big frat Muslim wedding. Mm -hmm. Well, um, if you'd signed up for the show, have you ever seen the show Say Yes to the Dress?
1: Say Yes to the Dress? I think I've seen an episode.
0: Alexandra Gordino is 27 years old. She's now suing this show because she alleges that they aired an episode early, March 25th, uh, and revealed what her wedding dress was before she's actually getting married this summer. And now she says that the day is ruined. By the way, the dress was... Forty thousand dollars. She's marrying a professional athlete. Okay. Do you think that ruined her day?
1: Yeah, probably did. Because she's that <laughs> stupid. This is the one percent that we were talking about that RuPaul doesn't want to appeal to anymore. That's them right there. That's that. That's that. You know, lowest common denominator that you want to do. That they legitimately think that when it comes down to raising a child, raising a family together, you know, loving someone for the rest of your life, Grant, sitting there, Grant. sitting there, and actually, you know, having a caring relationship and actually dealing with the trials and tribulations of life, that. really when it comes down to it, your wedding dress is the most important fucking part of that. Like, <laughs> no. That is absolutely insane. She's marrying
0: professional hockey player Jeff May. I've never heard of him. I don't know who it was. Uh, anyway, the show had a scheduled bride who canceled at the last minute. She agreed to be on the show as long as TLC didn't air the episode until after her wedding. TMZ says that she has lost the first round of court appeals. Um,
1: because she probably signed the contract and because she didn't know how to read it you know she was like all right I'll sign this I just want to be on TV become famous it's probably sign that they can air whenever they want to. It's their TV show.
0: Well, she lost that right, so they yeah. did air the show, but now she's saying she's suing for damages. I just wondered if you'd be upset by that. But
1: damages? Damages to what? Like Her mental state. She I, says
0: that you know they'd spent $100,000 plus on this wedding, and now it, the surprise has been ruined for her man. Oh, my man. gosh.
1: The surprise has been ruined for her man. You know what? I hope her man sits there and takes this as a clear warning sign. <laughs> as a clear warning sign that, you know what, dude? If you think that this is going to be... Oh, man. You just wait, dude. No. You just wait. If anything, I'd be sitting there and be like, you know what? I would. If, if I was him, I would actually sit there and help TLC win the battle <laughs> and say, thank what? you so much. I really appreciate you guys doing this. I never realized how batshit crazy my future wife was going to be. Thank you for notifying me in advance. Now I have definitely filed for... Oh, I don't have to file for divorce because we're not even fucking married yet. But I am returning that dress. Perfect. <laughs>
0: There you go, preach oh, on rant. rant. I would do
1: that. Actually, that's a great thing. I think everyone should try to, like, you know, you should try to set your like set your future wife off at one point just to see how bad she gets, just to be like, you know, like sit there just really, to walk you in. Think Dan, day. That should I be think the Dan test? should walk in one day and just be like, "I am so sorry." What? We lost the date. Like, you know, like, he's like, we have to change we the date. Like, like if you like date. had like the date of the wedding set up and you had like okay. the place set up, he goes, "Hey, I'm sorry, I forgot to send the check. We actually lost the deposit on the place. Like, they already gave it up to somebody." And he's legit about it. Like, and he holds you down, waits, to, and just sees how batshit crazy you go, just to see how it. crazy you would go because we know you can go crazy, right? But that way we can actually see the threshold before you go. Like, all right, I can deal with that craziness. Okay. It. By the way, Sarah it was a joke, and then you're like, oh, okay, let's do and
0: it. And then you would dump me.
1: No, no, no. But if you were too crazy, though, then I would dump you on your ass. So that's the thing. you gotta, you got to check out what our threshold of craziness is. I think that test works both ways. Yeah, you can do it to me. Tell me that you canceled the day of our wedding. I'd be like, oh, shucks.
0: Uh, I want to get to this story, too. Um, animals now are being used as witnesses in court. How do you feel about this?
1: I told you about this. I don't like this.
0: You don't? Well, I know you They're do They're
1: animals. Like, how, how is an animal going to tell me anything?
0: Well, the latest one is Echo. And Echo uh, is going to actually testify. And he remains in a sort of witness protection program echo is a parrot
1: echo is a parrot in the witness protection program mm-hmm. uh,
0: yep yeah. they've been chronicling echo's story uh against a new orleans crime boss he was the pet of new orleans crime boss and then has apparently been at the wrong place at the wrong time and has witnessed things and now actually they're saying that echo may have stood as like a, a watch in case police came
1: echo <laughs> do you swear to tell the truth or nothing but the truth so help you god in this court of law Ah! <laughs> all right echo first question would you ever ever warn your boss Luci maverati over there the great crime boss whenever the pigs the popo the police whenever they would show up ah! like that's really what's gonna fucking like that's... Ah! uh by the way he would
0: say hello 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 warning that's what, that's what he would sometimes hello, say. Hello. Hello. Morning. Pigs alert. Pigs <laughs> alert. <laughs> that's what he would. They're saying that Echo story is fascinating and not necessarily unique, including a South Carolina case, which is now involving a parrot, where um, they say that uh, the parrot witnessed a woman abuse her mom, and he would actually go, help, 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 and then fall over.
1: Oh, really? I'm not
0: even kidding. I'm not even kidding. So it kidding. Would just
1: mimic the mom? It
0: would mimic the abused mom. And they're saying that they're using that parrot in the case. The, the parrot would actually say, help, help, and then thud.
1: Well, that's a great. I mean, but that's, <laughs> that's not, like, that's a great <laughs> trick. But all of a sudden, but here's the thing. So, like, if they're taking that, all right, so that parrot, honestly, those parrots are learning tricks, okay? Okay. They're learning how to mimic what someone told them to do. So all of a sudden, they go, all right, Slash, so tell me what Sammy makes you do. <laughs> He's going to roll over on his back and he's going to sit there and spread his legs. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, oh, so you make, so you force your dog to roll over on his back? I was like, no, I don't. It's a trick. It's like roll over. They <laughs> just happen to say, show me your penis when I say it. Yeah. You know, okay. That's,
0: I think it's incriminating. <sighs> and they're saying more pets are being brought into court as witnesses. Now, are they completely credible and can they, you know, absolutely sink somebody no but in the fact in these cases of echo and this other parrot in fact they are helping police okay. they're saying that these animals can tell a story really yeah they can help actually collaborate and tell a story do you, <laughs> <believe> that? <laughs> <laughs> you hear
1: that your honor they're guilty like that's <laughs> fucking retarded that's stupid that's stupid
0: <laughs> echo
1: that I is mean- stupid <laughs> Ah, Even I think that's stupid. (laughs)
0: That's not what Echo would say. Yeah, he would. I think this is super fascinating. That makes me want to be an attorney. It makes you want to be a parrot. Your Honor, I call to the stand.
1: Your Honor, I call to the stand Mr. Fluffy. (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Fluffy, when you were there on that fateful day, did you happen to see the retirement home clerk knock over the old lady? (laughs) As you hear, Your Honor, that's a yes from Mr. Fluffy.
0: It's coming. It's I'm, it's coming. It is coming. There you go. Um. Oh, my God. Uh, I thought that was absolutely hysterical because I could see Slasher. Like, Slashwood, if you were up for weed charges and you smelled Slash, he smells like weed often.
1: Great. I fucking can't <laughs> wait to hear that one, too. Wow, Sammy, now you abuse your animal twice. You make him show him your dick and then you also get him high? Like, what else do you... I mean, what else do you... Uh, You do realize people listen to this podcast. Well,
0: no, it's a joke. It's not real. It's just Echo. They've only brought out Echo and this other parrot. Those are the only two so far. I mean, it's fine.
1: You're bailing me out. I'm just warning. you. Oh, I
0: am. Please. We're doing a podcast from jail. Oh, gosh. Uh, Look, you need to be following us on social media. I'm on Snapchat, Show, and then on Instagram and Twitter, HeyFrage, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E. Sammy's on Snapchat, TheSammyK, S-A-M-Y-K. Yeah, he's on Snapchat, Instagram, and uh, Twitter, all under TheSammyK, just one Y. Uh, We've got a great set of shows planned for you this week, and of course, our live show is Friday with some mystery guests. And then let us know if you think we should help. Our friend, uh, the radio friend, pull off the radio prank. What's the country station going to be called? Smooth Country?
1: Oh, Smooth Country 108.4. 1 800 kiss 8, my mom.com or something like that. 1 1-800. 800 kiss my mom or kiss my mom.com. Let's do this every day in Miami. And remember, seven if it ain't related, it ain't dated. I don't know what they would say. Like, <laughs> I, don't I don't know what they would say. Manana. Bye. And Oh